On this episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast, we're going to talk about getting to that next gear. My name's Eric Culcran, and this is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, so over the weekend, sorry I didn't get one up, uh, a podcast up, I should say, yesterday, but um, it was Mother's Day, and I didn't have time to record it because I was too busy celebrating Mother's Day and cooking and celebrating and making sure that my wife had a wonderful time, and I hope that your mothers all in your life had a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and if they did not, still time to fix that. And you should fix that. So over the weekend, it was the Fifth Third Riverbank Run. And if you're not from Grand Rapids, the Fifth Third Riverbank Run is the largest 25K in the country. If you're not a runner, probably doesn't make much sense to you or you are thinking, why do I even want to hear about this? Well, I do social for them because I love the stories that come out of that. And it's fun for me to see these stories emulate. For example, early in the morning, there was a gentleman um, named Alan who won the 5K then sprinted back in line to run the 10K and then won the 10K. I love those stories. But that's not the best story of the day. The best story of the day is something actually that the race organizers did that changed the dynamic of the race in the end and made it so exciting. And it's uh, a twofold story, right? It's uh, looking at your product that you think is totally fine and making a change to it anyway because you think it'll make it better because they had been selling out. It's the largest 25K in the country. They didn't need to do anything. They could just sit by and just go, all right, the race is the race, and we're going to let what happens happens, and that's, that's all there, there is to it. But this is what they did. Traditionally, they would start the men first in the 25K and the women second, right? Because traditionally, the men are running a little bit faster, so um, they start them first, let the women start second. There you go. This year, they started the women 11 and a half, I believe, minutes faster. So they got an 11 and a half minute head start on the men. What that does is nothing initially because the women have an 11-minute, almost a two-mile, if not three-mile head start on this 25K, so 15.5 miles if you're not big on the kilometers. But at the end of it, what happens is you might have a bit of a horse race happening because you could have the male catch up. If you're lucky, the male will catch up clear that 11 and a half minute distance, and then you have a race on your hands. And that's exactly what happened. So as these two are coming over, it's Jared and Lindsay. Um, Jared is from here, I believe. Lindsay went to the University of Michigan and uh, is out east and came to do this race because it's a big qualifying race that people like to do. So as Jared comes over the hill the last quarter mile, he catches Lindsay in his eye. What does that do to him? Well, he's already number one in the men's cell, but this lets him find another gear. So he goes a little bit faster and a little bit faster and a little bit faster. Lindsay, here's the pitter-patter of Little Fee. If you're a football fan, you know, when uh, the wide receivers go across the middle of the field and they hear the pitter-patter of footsteps and they drop the ball because they don't want to get hit, that's what she's hearing, right? She's hearing the pitter-patter of somebody catching up to her, and she knows what's happening. And so she finds another gear, and both of them sprint towards the finish line. Now, if this doesn't happen... Neither of these two find another gear. They both come in first, but maybe they don't have their best time ever because they weren't pushed. But in this particular case, they were pushed and pushed and pushed the whole race. So they got number, you know, they're in the first place and they're pushing themselves and they're keeping themselves accountable to that first place finish. And then they discovered that, oh, I've I've actually got another gear. And so they click into that other gear 
and get the best time that they've had. Um, and they both win their respective thing, qualify. It was a great, great finish and a very fun finish to see because traditionally when you have somebody in both camps, right, a, a women competitor and a male competitor that are that far ahead, the race kind of loses the excitement because there's no, there's nothing to, you know that they're going to win. In this case, though, you're wondering, can, can Jared catch Lindsay? Can Lindsay get to the finish line before Jared catches her? Jared eventually does catch her and goes by her, but both of them were able to find another gear in order to make that interesting. I bring this story up because I want you to go find that person. Who is that person that's going to get you to your next gear? Maybe you're a business that's doing just fine. You get a lot of money coming in. You sell a lot of product going out the door. You figure that's, that's what it's for, right? This is as good as it's going to get. Go find somebody who's going to push you just a little bit harder. Go make sure that you are not... And I stress not the smartest person in the room. You need to find people that are going to challenge you and people that are going to push you to the next level because each one of us has a next level, but you need somebody else to open it up. You need somebody else to kind of ignite that competitiveness in you, especially if you're in number one. If you're the number one position in whatever camp you're in, whatever genre you're in, whatever business cell that you're in, it makes it really, really, really difficult to stay competitive. Think of the things that, Apple has to do, right? Think of the things that Google has to do. Think of the things that Facebook has to do to make sure that they get up every morning and stay competitive. If you look at the amount of money that they're either worth or they supposedly have coming in, you would just throw your hands up and go, nah, I'm good. They can't afford to do that, right? They have to invent an Apple Watch. They have to invent the iPod. They have to uh, invent Google Search. They have to turn on Google Maps. You know, all of those things come out of being pushed in some way, shape, or form and pushing yourselves. All of us are accountable for pushing ourselves. But if you find the right person in that scenario, there is a right person in your life or your ecosystem that can get you to the next level level. You need to go find that person and get them to push you to the next level. It is key. In 2015, it's the absolute key. And what I'm going to talk about tomorrow is going to echo this just in a different manner. But in 2015, you've got to kick it into another gear because that this is the year, right? This is the year of podcasting. This is the year of entrepreneurs. We don't know how long this thing is going to last, this ability to kind of float around the ecosystem and do really exciting things with really little to no actual repercussions. And by that, I mean like there's so many ways to experiment on with such a low barrier to entry money-wise that it's fun to take a chance. It's fun to experiment. It's fun to see if it's going to happen. But if you sit around and wait for 2017 or 2018 or 2020 and maybe, maybe this whole entrepreneur thing is a dot-com bubble. And by that I mean – even out of the dot-com bubble, right, when all of that stuff blew up in the 90s and lots of people lost lots of money because we were trading things that weren't actually worth anything, there were still people that came out of that and made millions of dollars. Those were the real deal, right? Even now, look around you. You know people that are quote-unquote entrepreneurs, and you know people that have started businesses that are not the real deal. It's just fun to say at a dinner party. Those people will be caught up when the bubble breaks, whatever this bubble is. The real entrepreneurs, the real grinders, the real hustle hustlers, the real people, as I said on Saturday, the real people that are winning a 5K and a 10K before 8.30 in the morning, those people are the real deal. Those people are the ones that 
that you need to push you to the next level. Those people need people to push them to the next level. I don't think that Alan got up in the morning all by himself and thought, I'm going to win both of these races back to back. He thought, I'm going to run both of these races. I just need to find another gear. I just ran a 5K. Well, now I got to find it in me to do that two times over, right? Do nearly an, an additional seven miles and win that whole thing. Go find that person today. All right. Uh, I'm going to be traveling a lot this week, but there'll be a lot of podcasts. And I'm very excited to report that we will be doing the podcast live from Mackinac uh, for the Mackinac Policy Conference that will be happening the week uh, of Memorial Day. So not on Memorial Day Monday, but the rest of that week, I'll be doing live podcasts up there. So there'll be a lot of Everything is Marketing podcasts and a lot of other podcasts because I'll be just collecting stuff. uh, And I'm hoping to hook up with Mike Rowe, who will be up there, up there, I should say. Nate Silver, who uh, wrote The uh, Signal and the Noise, will be up there. I'm hoping to catch up with him, get those guys on the podcast. So look for all that stuff. Not making any promises on that, but that's, uh, that's my goal by the end of the week is to get those two to sit down even together maybe for 10 or 15 minutes and get them on the podcast. So very excited to see what happens when we go up there. Have a wonderful Tuesday. We will talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.